Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to I Win the Town. I'm Luke Gregory, and here's what's coming up today. It was a brilliant game on Friday night under the lights at Kenilworth Road. It ends in a one-all draw with table-topping Sheffield United. It could have been all three. The chances were there to make it all three, but we had to settle for a point, and it was a brilliant game live on Sky in front of the whole country. Uh, today, we'll be looking at the game in a little bit more detail and discussing the fixtures ahead with Cardiff City on Tuesday night and Wigan on Saturday. Tonight, I'm joined by Dave and Bataro. Evening, lads. How are we? Hooray. Good evening. Evening. Nice to have you back, Batara. Thank you, mate. That's, it's great to be back, to be fair. <clears throat> Friday night under the lights at Kenilworth Road was a good one. It was a brilliant atmosphere and a good game. Yeah, great was, game. It was a brilliant game, actually. Refreshing to watch, wasn't it? And uh, the atmosphere inside the stadium, as usual, uh, we, it was amazing. Yeah, good day. And I think it was really unlucky. I really think it was unlucky. I think we could have, like you said earlier, um, we should have won. Yeah, fair result, well, definitely. Fair result, yeah. I, uh, no, no, no. I don't think so. I um, think I think we we created more. I think I we, agree with you, Dave. we dominated more, um, and I think we can be disappointed that we only drew one one. But let's not take it away from the team that we were playing because they were, you know, they are top of the league, and uh, I think we we matched them and 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 went beyond them in several areas of, on the pitch. So yeah, I'm really pleased. I felt we were more dangerous yeah. Yeah. with the, uh, well, I think it was less percentage of possession. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but it feels like we did we did more with the ball when we, even when we didn't have it, to be fair. They were going nowhere. We stole the ball. It was one of them games. I mean, especially first half, we were, I think we were phenomenal, to be fair. I know people text me after saying, oh, you were great in the first half. You know, maybe could have, should have, maybe could have, should have won it. Could have, would have, should have won them ones. But yeah. no, it is what it is. We'll take it. We'll move on. But, and we'll discuss their goal as well when we get into it. These games where you kind of are on top in the first half, you just know the opposition team will come out and start fast in that second half. And I think it's just about weathering that storm, isn't it? And we just couldn't do it in that 10, 15 minute spell just after half time. It is that, because when they go in, their manager's going to give them a rocket, aren't they? And, and that's his job to do that and get them motivated for coming back out. You always know, and it happened at Burnley, you always know they're going to come out and they'll be a slightly different team in the second half. So That'll be quite a distance. You mentioned Burnley, though. They scored in like 51. I think Sheffield United right. scored 55 or something. But is that it's spell just after that- half-time where if you can, maybe, if we can get past that in the next few games, if we can go one up, then maybe then we can start pushing on and get another goal. But at the same time, like you say, it's one of those ones where, you know, the opposition, they, they score after half-time, whatever else, and could we weather the storm? But if we, if like Nathan Jones said, and I, I believe this as well, and it's true, it is very true. Yep. If we, if sorry, if they hadn't scored that goal and the Lino had done his job, along with the referee maybe as well. Yeah. Then we have done our job, and we've. 
then held out and got a one 0 win potentially. I'm not saying it would have happened because you know, you know, circumstances change in certain areas. But look, it it's not like we'll get into that in a bit. Okay. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. All, all about weathering we'll the storm. Let's go back to weathering the storm in a little while. But yeah, weathering that storm could be a whole different outlook. Three word reviews of Luton Town 1, Sheffield United 1. Uh, these are coming off straight off Twitter because producer Jacob's on holiday in Croatia. So he's having a week off, isn't he? Yeah. Enjoy your time, Jacob. You deserve it, mate. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> Barry Hatter says that was awesome. Uh, George says great football match. Neil on another day. Terry says very committed team. Um... Phil says a decent point. Michael says ref was shocking. Uh, George says definitely guessing there. Callum says hard thought point. Hard thought point. Um, and Ian says absolutely massive performance. It it was a bit more like us again, weren't it? And it similar. I feel like that was a similar performance to the Swansea one, where in the last couple of games it has felt like we're kind of back to how we how we should be and, and how we expect us to be. Definitely getting there. Whoever said that. So yeah it's just all about getting back to how we know that how Luton play and it's it's one of those ones where alright you're not always going to get the rub of the green you're not always going to play well and I'd love to know what Nathan Jones had changed at the beginning of the season to whereas we are now because he said that we're going to go back to the basics to what we know and to the team that we know we can be I'm pretty sure after I think Bristol City game wasn't it and since then it's it's looked good I mean, against Swansea, yeah, we, oh, we didn't have not much possession, but possession means nothing, to be fair. It's all about grinding out a result and getting the result. And I think last season, I think the majority of our wins were, they weren't like blow-away performances. They were just professional performances. And I think yeah. we're going back to that now. Taking your, taking your chances. You must take your chances. We created a few and we only took one. Uh, but if, you t- if we'd have, you know, I think going at 2-0... Then you know it's it's much easier to to, to weather mm-hmm. that storm, really. And we've seen that how good Luton are off the ball. I, I, I think analysts I work with have said from their knowledge of the championship that Luton are the best in the league off the ball. And I think there's a stat that says we've won like 18 out of like 26 games where we've had less than um, 50 percent possession yeah, or something. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. we clearly don't mind opposition having the ball. And I do kind of feel like. On Friday night, it was like, let Sheffield United have the ball. That's fine. But when we get it, you know, we're going to be on them second balls. We're going to try and counter quickly. And, and it was a nice dollar play that worked, actually. Isn't that more exciting, though, sometimes to, to have less of the ball? But when you have less of the ball to do more with it than the opposition. Yeah. So the opposition, like, for example, against Swansea, 75% possession to our 25%, or according to Jacob, 29%. But, <laughs> sorry, mate. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, it's. Uh, it's just one of those ones where I don't really mind how much of the ball we have. It's, it's what we do with the ball. It, it's what matters. It's, it, you know, it, it literally is that, isn't it, David? Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you have. No, but uh, when you look back at the stats, it was literally fairly even, apart mm-hmm. from, you know... Possession. Well, Sheffield, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sheffield United, and they had uh, a little bit more possession than we did, but we had the same number of shots, We, you know, things like that. But we were more on it, I feel. I, th- I felt that we were the better team on the day. And, you know, I think Sheffield United would be quite delighted they got away with the point, you know. And, you know, it it just shows that we still got it. And for yeah, me, yeah, that's more course. important. And let's build from this and let's move on and let's make sure that we win uh, our next game. Well, we won 1-0 up after 10 minutes. A brilliant header from Colton Morris. Brilliant work from Amari Bell down the left-hand side. Um, 
Amber was with me at the game Friday. And when Amari Bell got that ball out on the left-hand side, I just went and said to her, he's got so much space to put this in. And he did it perfectly. Used the space to his advantage. Brilliant ball in. Great ball in. Brilliant man. header from yeah. Colton Morris. And um, it was announced in the, in the post-match that he was our record signing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, when we spoke about us spending two million, we had the amount of comments going, rubbish, we ain't going to spend two million. You know, it seems like we have done. It might have so. been 1.36 million. Though. <laughs> it, might been, it, it might have been, mate. It might have been. Either way, he's proving matter. at this moment in time from them last two games, he's worth every penny, isn't he? Because he's diff- he's, he looks different class. I love the way that he, he, you know, got up to head that ball in and it directed it in the right place. It was a, it was a proper striker's goal. Loved every second of it. And no more than we deserved in that first 10 minutes. It and you know, like, yeah, it's not, it's also nice as well. I'm, I'm not taking nothing away from the goal, but it's also nice to take advantage of some real shite defending as well. Because let's face it, it was real poor. How did Bell get that much space? That's what, because he mate, had all yeah. the time in the world to put that ball in. They'll be disappointed when looking at that back. I'll be honest, if that was us, right, defending like Sheffield United, so I think called Wednesday then, Sheffield Ooh. United, nearly, Ooh, nearly. Sorry, nearly. No, I nearly did. I, I still said it, I don't know why. <laughs> Never mind, eh? just rub it in a little bit. But um, if that was Luton, conceding the goal like that, I'd be fuming. Yeah. But do you know what, though? He's, does, it doesn't picked, he's picked the pass, he's picked the ball in, and Colton Morris hasn't had to really do much apart from like, get a great connection on it, which is quite a bit, to be fair to him. Yeah. That's but, about what I was about to say. It doesn't matter how much time yeah. he had to, to make the, the ball in. The ball in was brilliant. Yeah. But he still had to be finished. The finish and is and always hard as well. Finished with a lot of bit yeah. of start, a lot to start. It was great, yeah. it was, and what a way to start on on the Friday night there. Fantastic. Colton Morris has definitely, I feel, grown already since, like you said, um, at the start of the season, where maybe it wasn't maybe going for him so much, but, to but be now fair. it's kind of like he's getting more on the ball and he's getting in them positions where he's running at defenders, and when he's running at defenders, he's got a few step overs mm-hmm. in his locker. You know, he's. A bit of trickery, like exactly. you said, we've missed certain years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's nice no, to have that though now, isn't it? It's in, and I know this I did power. listen to the podcast during the week. That's why I'm quoting some of the things that you've always <laughs> said. But, um, trickery, yeah. But yeah, no, look, like you said the other day that, you know, we were missing like maybe that step over, that little turn of pace or a little skill, little trick move that we, we haven't had. And yeah, Colt Morris does provide that, I feel. But I mean, at the same time, I feel like beginning of the season, we can't really judge him because he didn't play. He really didn't play. I mean, yeah. I think he, he started against Newport, did he? I can't remember. But, but either way, I mean, that's irrelevant. But to be fair, I think he came off the bench against um, Burnley. Uh, Birmingham, I, I, I can't remember. I'm not even going to go there. But last season, yeah. it took Alan but Campbell feel, a few games to get yeah, really yeah, yeah. going, didn't it? And but, maybe after 10 games of, our, of Alan Campbell, we were like, mm, he's not really done much. And then he's really in the second half of the season, come on, and but, now he's unreal. But. but at the same time, I mean, Colt Morris... I'm sorry, from, from my point of view, I, I said to you the other week, and I think I had a disagreement, I think it maybe with someone, I can't remember who it was, but for me, Carl Morris was the best player, or one of the better players against Newport, actually put himself back a little bit, alright, I didn't get much success, but that, I think that was due to the formation, the way he played, and whatever, blah, 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 whatever, but... It also, I feel like Colson Morris has put no foot wrong when no, he's played it, all it also, season. It was not even a slight... For me, sorry, I'm going to 2-6, Dave. Right, I'm mate. not being rude. Sorry, I'm <laughs> no, being rude. you're not being rude. But what I'm saying is, for me, it's... Um, I don't think Colton Morris has done anything wrong. He's just scored a couple of goals and that's what's added to his game. Like he, He's been doing what he's been doing the whole time that he's yeah. been on the pitch. I'm sorry, he has. But your striker can only be as good as the service he gets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if course. the service hasn't been there for him, he, he doesn't. You say score. that, but I feel like Cole Morris is the type of player that 
maybe doesn't always need service and can create something out of nothing. And that's why I yeah, like but, him with his trickery. And okay, but then... Do, he, look, I, think, I feel he could pick the ball up from deep and make his own chance. Right, I I'm, feel not, like, I'm not disagreeing with that. But if you look at his last two goals, um, at Swansea and against Sheffield United, both of them were brilliant passes to him. Both yeah. of them. So, And he's taken those chances because they were excellent opportunities. And so you can only be as good as the team sometimes. And so I'm not, I, you know, he just needs a run. He needs a run and a bit of luck. And, and same with Adebayo, really. He needs, you know, score a goal and he, his confidence will come back too. But. Adebayo had a few chances on Friday night, a few headers that, you know, I, I thought he did well to get with and get a connection with. He really just, I feel, needs a goal, doesn't he? Just yeah, to totally boost his confidence. Totally basically. needs a goal. Absolutely, totally needs a goal. And, and then your confidence comes back and maybe he'll get five, six in a row, you know. As we say every time on the podcast, we know what we're getting with Adebayo. Yeah. And... I, I feel like anyone that's looking at Adebayo's performances and going, we should drop him because he's not on it right now. I tell you, you what, know, you, you Na- can't. Nathan Jones is not going to drop him after that post-match interview either. When they when they asked Nathan Jones about Colton Morris, he replied with, "I'm happy with my strikers. My strikers caused them problems all night. It wasn't just a Colton Morris thing. It was a it was a Colton Morris and an Adebayo thing." On another it, day, he'd have been more really lucky, was. wouldn't he? On another day. Eddie Bayer would have scored. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, there was one chance maybe he could have scored and should have probably scored, but, uh, you know, the one we got his foot to it and put it over the bar. But look, yeah, if you're not creating them opportunities, you're worried, but we're creating those opportunities for him. So look, I mean... They're Sounds gonna, like you were talking in. about XG there, mate. Uh, <laughs> that's not, can we not do that one? <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> hey, listen, but it wasn't just one player in the team uh, on Friday, was it? It was the whole team performed brilliantly. I mean, you can't pick out one player and go, they were terrible. No, uh, but you can pick out one player and say they were brilliant. That was Carl Morris. And Bree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of them were very, very good. Yeah. But for me, if Colt Morris hadn't even scored, he'd have got man of the match for me. I, I don't understand why... Well, I do understand why Luke Freeman got it for us. I can get that. But for me, it was Colt Morris all day. It was... Yeah, but, but look, there were the so whole, many good players. They yeah. did play as a team, yeah, didn't yeah, they? They played a so proper Luton yeah. Town team. The midfield was unbelievable. Mm. The striker took his chances. We we, we created some. And the defence was really strong. And also, why did... The, did um, Ollie McBurney get man in a match on Sky Sports? No idea, man. didn't see. So that's what I heard the other day, and if that's true, that is an absolute con. <laughs> McBurney got man on a match. On well, let's Sky. talk about. That let's talk about. Shocking, mate. That is terrible. No. Seriously, let's talk about the goal. It came after a spell of pressure after half time from Sheffield United. They were always going to come out. They were always going to be going at us from the off go in the second half, and I don't know. We just couldn't cope with it. But like Nathan Jones said in his post match, and he got a lot of stick on Twitter for saying this, and everyone, you know, he's like, oh, cry, dry your eyes, mate. He's always crying. He's always moaning, but. When you look at it back, he has every right to be annoyed at that goal. 100%. Um, because it's come from, the corner they've got has come from the moment where, is it Sanderberg is two yards offside oh, and he goes mate, to... he was so offside. Do you know what? He was nearly in my back garden the other night because that's what I heard from my grandma <laughs> anyway. But honestly, it was terrible. He, no, but yeah, no, mate, I'm at Sanderberg like two yards offside. Easily. I mean, how the hell can you... Seriously, I'm, I'm trying to keep it clean here. Well, the, ball was, the ball was headed back. It's an easy, down it's an easy one to spot as well for the liner. I don't know how oh, he's man. got it wrong because it is an easy decision to yeah, make. Because a lot of the time the linos can't keep up with the play. And re- the, and realist- the yeah, literally and realistically, if yeah. you can't keep up with that, you have no chance because 
And then we're going to be talking about VAR in a minute, aren't we? But that's the point, isn't it? You know, those decisions are really easy to make. Do you also feel, because Nathan Jones feels he's gone up and fouled our goalie, Ethan. And you kind of think maybe in this situation, I'm never going to say I want us to dive or play act or anything. But if the keeper goes down and maybe clutches his head a little bit there, does he give a free kick? Uh, I think they were just waiting Possibly in the Premier League, yeah. Well, no, actually, I don't even think that these days, but... Uh, it's just it made the it's disappointing. It's disappointing because they scored and they just scored. They scored from an area where we we believe we should have had an advantage in a free kick. But you know, it's the free kick for the offside. It should have been. It should have been offside. I mean, it is so clear, man. It, honestly, it's so so. Clear. It is so clear. Um, it's obvious, mate. Like Sander Berg, I'm not being funny. He's not exactly small geezer, is he? Like he's not exactly four foot nothing. He's like six foot four for Christ's yeah. sakes, and you can see him. Sometimes though when you watch a game and, and you're in, a, in, a, in the venue live and you're watching the line out and you can always see he's a couple of, you know, he's a few paces behind. He's never on line with the line where he should be because the game moves so fast. So technology helps there, but none of us, none of us really want that, do we? None no. of us really want that, but well, I really want that. Yeah, Luke, yeah. Luke, but Luke that's the point. loves it. The thing is with VAR, in an instance like this, I don't think there's anything they could have done because... Because it results in a corner, goes out of play, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a new yeah. phase of play. Therefore, the goal would have stood anyway. So therefore, VAR's rubbish. It, so the, there you cheers, mate. You just, no, it's flawed. Just, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, flawed yeah. in that sense. But totally flawed. I do still want VAR in the championship. I feel like it is about time. Just bring it in. So why are we talking about VAR over this incident? We don't need to talk about it. No, we're not. We're not. That's what I'm saying. It's it's irrelevant because VAR would, yeah. wouldn't have made a difference on Friday night. I just think, like Nathan Jones said, like I agree with him, uh, beyond, like hundred percent on this. Why have they turned up that night? Why have they turned up to do a job if they can't do it properly? Uh, you know, Dave, come on, man! Like it's a hard, no. I, I, in defence of the, the referees of the game, it's a very hard job to do. You know, they're only human. It's a hard job to do. They make mistakes. And it's that's, not a hard job to do. It's a, it, that's it not, that's an easy call to make. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying it is. From the angle he's got, I'm sorry, you should not These be, are yeah. well-paid uh, well professional officials. They are at the second most, like, famous, richest league or ever. Have you ever made a mistake in, in your own jobs, boys? Yeah, but come there on. There you go. End of story. Everyone yeah, makes mistakes. mistakes. Everyone makes yeah, mistakes. What we mistakes. just said is they can't keep up with play, and that's no, but is it? It's not. If he can't keep up with play, then that's it's a mistake. Nah, no, not having it, Dave. I'm sorry. If you can't keep up with play. You need to lose some weight and go on the treadmill a bit more. Because <laughs> realistically, you shouldn't be making excuses for him. I'm not making excuses for him, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that sometimes. And if Sunny can't keep up with play, then that's even more reason as he. But yeah, we've already agreed technology wouldn't help us in that instance. Keeping up with play wasn't the ball really in that in, that, many, part, in that part of the area <laughs> for about five seconds. Yeah, but, like, how, ma- like, but how many times have we seen this happen? You know, we've seen it a lot of times as a, as a as an individual standing in one position where we stand and in, in where we are in the enclosure. It's clear to see, and then you look across and the linesman's three yards the wrong way. He's not in line. He's not going to see it. So you're saying the linesman wasn't in line? I'm saying the linesman is not keeping up with play. We'll have to watch that back and, and see in if you're ju- right no, Not even in that instance, in, in any instance, you know, they cannot keep up. The, the game moves so fast, they cannot keep up. They literally take. can't. I just, I'll be honest, the only excuse I can give to him is, not you, Dave, I'm in the lino, because I can give you many excuses. <laughs> never hey, else, I'll tell you something, Bataro, any Sheffield United fan watching this right now, 
would be sitting there going, look at them not moaning about offside, oh, right? So yeah, but they can think that, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't care less what they think, to be fair, because yeah, at the same time, that's, that's their opinion, my opinion, but... Take it back, we were unlucky to concede. Yes, no, we were, but and look, then, I understand things happen, but come on, man, like, you can clearly see that Sander Berger is, like Nathan Jones says, two yards, I'm, I'm pretty sure it might be even more than two yards offside, it was that much more. Well, anyway. Off, but, but no, seriously, look, look, he might have come here slightly behind... And they come into play a little bit. But the, clearly the lino is not looking at it. He's not looking at Sanderberger. He's looking over here somewhere. <laughs> okay. Get out. The corner comes short or cleared. I can't even remember. The ball's whipped back in into the far post. McBurney's there to, and to drill it past the keeper into the, the corner. And There's no way the keeper could have stopped that. Ever. No, it was, to be fair, it was a good finish. But yes. again, he's, had a, he's, he's got a lot of space at that back post, which I guess we'll look back at and, and question. But... Um, Anyway, we spoke about that for way too long. Moving on for the rest of the game. No, we haven't. This we, had a f- more. <laughs> we had a few chances. I think Adebay had a header near the end. Um, Jerome had that shot where he ran through left foot and the oh. keeper tips it over the bar. It wasn't like we had any clear cut chances. We had these like half chances that we could have scored. And, and you do maybe look at the game and go, we could have got all three, but we'll settle for a point. And look, before the game, you'd have settled for a point. During the game, you'd think we, could, we deserved three. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I mean, mm. think about our goalkeeper. How many crucial saves did he have to make during that game? Our defence was immense. Yeah, and, and I think after Sheffield United's goal, they didn't really they no. had a few long distance shots. No, I think and Brewster all, had one, and all into his arms. Yeah, you know, so we weren't that much troubled after that. So we had a really good game. So I reckon Sheffield United would would reasonably say they they sort of smashed it and grabbed a point. And I think that's, I think I read Sheffield United fans on Twitter that. to be fair saying we were rubbish that game and we got a point, so you can't complain. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, to be fair, when I was walking outside the stadium after the game, all I heard was about a, well, a group of maybe eight, ten Sheffield United fans never sitting there going, oh, we weren't even good tonight. It's probably the worst we played all season. Yeah. And we've gained the point. I'll take that because Luton were much better but, than us. Well, that's, that's the point, though. The worst hearing. they've played all season. But actually, is that because we were really good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%, yeah. 100%. I think we deserved more. Uh, I'm pleased that we didn't lose, but we deserved more. We asked you, what did you make of our performance on Friday night? Matt says, superb. If we can play with the passion and the intensity of the first half for a decent period of each game and have Adebayo back on target, we should be targeting the playoffs. Great. That's a good point. But Sol Miller, he only says... six points off top. Pardon? Only six points off top. Well, exactly, mate. Sol Miller says, positive performance. Really should make use of the five subs, though. Fred and Berry back will make us even stronger. It was good to see Fred on your back on the bench, weren't it? Because... Yeah. If he can get to a stage where he can be making an impact on the game and and back to, I think, like pre-season last season when him and Adebayo like linked up for that Portsmouth goal. And I kind of think if we can get him, get him back firing, oh, something going to be strong. Well, a bit of pace, a bit of power down the wing. Faithful Hatter says, thought we played very well, just need to improve on our finishing, which seems to be our Achilles heel again. Yeah, well, we've touched on that. And, we, in, and as soon as Adebayo scores... Floodgates open for everyone. So I think Ian says, "Play like that every week. We'll win more than we lose." True, and that's all we need to do. Uh, Lester says, two really good teams who'll be challenging at the top of the end of the, uh, top of the uh, top of the table at the end of the season." Says what it says. Look, it's been a long I weekend. Don't know, mate. You're reading now. Come on, you, it, we so. can't see it. I'll, I'll try again. Two really good teams who will be challenging at the top at the end. Of the season. Of the season. <laughs> yeah, two teams that we challenge at the top of the table in the season. Is that what it says? Yeah. Well, if you remember in the... Oh. Pre- if you remember... If, <laughs> yeah. you, if you remember in our Sheffield United preview podcast when, yeah. we, when we spoke to um, John, 
he he basically said anybody who finishes above Sheffield United we'll he feels league. will win the league. Um, so they are that confident they're going to go up this season. And, you know, I agree. We'll uh, top, we'll there's another top. bit of comment to that from Leicester. He said, that performance beats 80% of the rest. Need a few clean sheets and we'll be laughing. True, true. But, you know, don't doubt that our defence is, is stronger now. In fact, really, it's not been bad all season, has it really? Let's no. be fair. Uh, Justin Palmer says, a bit more composure in front of goal and we would have won comfortably. Again, I can't disagree with that. You know, I think, you know, imagine we get a second in the first half. I think the game's totally different. Totally different. Sheffield United have to chase the game. We'll create more opportunities. That's how I felt about it. I'm disappointed we, we come away with just the one. Yeah. But I'm pleased we didn't lose. Yeah. And take a point and move on to the midweek game away at Cardiff City. Back to Wales. Another long way trip. Um, we beat Cardiff last season away from home, but... They have been a bit of a bogey team before then. So it's going to be another tough game, isn't it? Hopefully not. It'd be nice if it wasn't a tough <laughs> well, game. Well, it would be I nice mean. if it wasn't a tough game, wouldn't it? But They're always tough games up um, there, aren't they? They're always tough games up there. Um, but there's no reason we can't go and perform like we did when we played Swansea. Yeah, I'm just going to say no and we're going to win 5-0. So it's not going to be a tough game. We're going to win 5-0. Hitting form. Unfortunately, going to be working so I won't be able to watch it. But... I think if we go there, play a bit like we did against Swansea and a bit like Sheffield United, that hopefully get a positive result. All I'm hoping we don't do is just go there and have another Bristol City. Like mm-hmm. we, I feel like we do need to carry on building on what we've got. I, I think the momentum is in. I think we've got some momentum now. Will um, you take a draw? I'll, I'll take not losing. Definitely. You know, don't listen, lose. No. Don't, no, listen. Don't lose. Time. Don't lose your away games. Start winning your home games, and then we'll be thereabouts. So. The first thing is don't lose, but take your chances. We can win. I think we need to replicate what happened last season. I think we got a win against Cardiff last season away from home, so I'm feeling another another way win. Oh, I'm not them, saying so. we can't win. I'm not saying we can't win, Batara. I'm no, just no, saying. No, Dave, I know. I know but the, fir- the yeah. first part of it is make sure your defence is solid, don't concede, and then go and do it. If we come away with a point, we'd be pleased. If we of come course. away with all three, we'll be ecstatic. I mean, being realistic, I mean, I had a few beers today, so I'm just being. <laughs> Drunk. My usual dickish <laughs> self. But no, I'm not even drunk. I'm not drunk. Dave, I'm not near drunk. I've had about five. Well, actually, I might be drunk. But yeah. hey. No, um, but what I'm saying is, I just feel like... What are you saying? Well, yeah, no, no, no. Know. You, you just don't know what no, you're no, saying. No, 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 replicating last season. So why... Is, I always go by You always thing. say this, replicating yeah, last no, season. No, I do. Though, I always go by it, right? Sheffield United last year was a draw, right? Birmingham, we lost. We gained a point there. Preston, we won. We also lost three points there. So it's almost like gaining the points. I think we're like two points worse off at the moment, currently, potentially. Yeah, but it's, you're it's never really going to replicate last but, season. But but look, we need to start. It doesn't matter what order it's in, but we got a win against Cardiff last season. Let's try and get another win. Let's just try and get another win. And if we get another win, it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, we're looking good now. Like, I don't, I don't look, want another draw. Another there's loss. not, just, Batara, just Batara, a win. Batara, there's not one Luton fan that doesn't want Luton to win at Cardiff. Just get a win. Yeah, but they, there's not one Luton <laughs> fan that doesn't want to win at Cardiff. What we're saying is... I know what you're saying, Dave. It's, it's not going to be easy because Car- Cardiff need the points as much as we do. But if we can keep a clean sheet or if we can keep it, you know, calm for the first 20 minutes and then we get a goal then I think we can go on and win the game. Do you think two wins from our next two games sends out a real statement that actually Luton Town are in this league to compete in, at the yeah. top end again? I think it yeah. puts where we probably 
think we should be at, yeah. yeah. Because when you look at the table now, it's, it doesn't matter. The table at this moment in time doesn't matter. It's too early because, you know, three points catapults you up five or six places or no points puts yeah, you down. Yeah. But this time in uh, before the league shuts down, you know, then you'll be thinking, oh, my God, we, <laughs> we, we need to make sure we get the points. Sorry, were you looking at him when he said league shuts down going, what does that mean? No, so I was just World Cup. Okay. <laughs> okay. But come on. Well, I have no idea it? what you meant by when the league shuts down. But well, it shuts down for the World Cup, doesn't it? So before, it's just an odd way of saying the league is stopping for the World Cup. <laughs> to be fair, though, he's put, in a, he's put it in a way there that... It does shut down. It, it, yeah, it does shut down. Play, yeah, it no. shut down for the World Cup. And, and the problem we have this season is we don't know how that's going to affect. So before the World Cup starts, we want to be... In, we want to be in a respectable position in that division because you don't know how the restart's going to help or not help you. That's what I'm saying. So get three points on Tuesday against. It'd be Cardiff. brilliant just to go there, like I said a minute ago. Just go there, make a real statement. If we went there one two nil and then beat Wigan three nil on Saturday and just kind Lovely. of made a statement of like, look, yeah, we've had a poor start of the season, but now we're back and we're firing and. And the most important oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? But the most important thing is to get a run together that we go in super confident when we go up the M1 because that is important to us. Mm-hmm. I feel like my mood for up that or game down the M1. Sorry, Dave. It's up to London, mate. Is it up to London? It's the up line, yeah. The up line. Is it? Yeah, just an old thing. It's an old person's thing. Oh, so God. I just thought it was going down south. So I thought south I was, was always... Yeah, I was you, just you go down south, but if you get the train, you always go up to London and it's the up line. You, you look it up, <laughs> mate. Well, I, I was going to say, that week, building up to that game, I know we've got Norwich midweek before that. I say rest the whole squad at Norwich. Send our youngsters to Norwich. No, don't do that. Write Norwich no, off. No, 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 no. Everyone be fresh don't for Watford Nor- on Sunday. No. Who are you? <laughs> don't write Norwich off because I want to go to that game. All right, if someone said to you, write Norwich off, you guarantee the win against Not- uh, Watford, you do it. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. So but To be fair, we win both. I like to be greedy. So. Yeah. <laughs> they both play in yellow, for Christ's sake, so let's beat them both. I feel if we're going into that Watford game on the back of two defeats, I'm going to be very nervous, but... But anyway, we've still got ages just before that. Say, we've, got, we've still got ages don't before say that. Things like that, please. Um, but that's the point. What we're talking about is momentum. The momentum from uh, playing Sheffield United, beating Swansea. Uh, hopefully, we get an extra boost from beating Cardiff or not losing at Cardiff, and then hopefully the the, the next home game is the first home game that we win. How many points do we need from our next two? Do you take three from our next two? Do you take one win from our next two? Four. You want at least four? I don't want to lose. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, want to lose. Yeah, I'm with Dave. Four. At least four. Don't we get, we need know. a home win. More importantly, we need a home win. Yeah, we need to get... Wh- whether it comes against Wigan, we don't know. Obviously, clearly, we don't know. Oh, doesn't have genius for that one out, does it? But, um... <laughs> How many Jesus Christ, had? I'm good at this. I'm so good at it. How so many beers have you had? Dave, to be fair, I can get a job match if they say this kind of crap. Because, <laughs> let's face it, they say the sort of things I'm saying right now. But, look, we do need a home win. And I'd like us to win at home. Everyone would love us to win at home. Yeah. But if the win was going to come anywhere, at Cardiff away or at home, we'd rather the home win, surely. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't, we've already said, don't lose away. Yeah. Don't lose away, win your home games. But how many have I had? I don't know that question. Uh, the answer to that question, sorry. Well, it's going to be a good game on Tuesday night. I'm fully expecting um, Adebayo and Morris to carry on causing havoc up front. Hoping for a couple of Morris goals as well. That'd be great. And yeah, safe travels if you're going up to Cardiff because. Was that one of them I saw there? Tuesday night. Was it one of them ones? Crossing your fingers. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. For two Morris goals. Just but just. Your fingers are a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you today? 
tell you now. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, safe travels up to Cardiff hey, if you're going. That's a long way to go on a Tuesday night. It is, but you know, hopefully it's going to be worth it. Are we going? Um, I've oh. got to go to Crystal Palace. But we'll be watching it, won't we? Are we not going to it? I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. At the moment, we're probably actually, not going to go. You're not going to go. Nah, no, it's a bit too short. Oh, I've got back to work on... Ch- no, I've been sorry. <laughs> what are you going to say, Dave? I just want to say something really stupid because uh, Dwayne, Dwayne's on holiday at the moment and he's currently sitting in Cafe Antiche. Right. Is that That's that it. Is that, that the story? <laughs> well, yeah, because you, if you two don't know who he is... No, I know who he is. What, Ruddy Antiche? Yeah. Look, he's in... Look, he's just sent me this picture. Go on. That's not actually his cafe, though, is it? He's dead, mate. Oh. Well, that's yeah, but it doesn't mean he can't have a cafe still, Dave. Oh, what a, what a brilliant end to the podcast, everyone! Um, make sure you're joining us on Thursday for our preview show <laughs> where we four look ahead. The corner. Sorry, where we look ahead to Luton v Wigan on Saturday. If you're going to Cardiff, safe travels. Hope you can cheer us on to bring back the three points. It's been a bit of a mess to the end of the podcast today, but yeah, your fault. Yeah, thank you so much for listening today. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you on Thursday. Good night. <laughs>